Hello everyone and welcome to the Great Sex with Helena podcast. My name is Helena Nista and I am your host. I am a sex therapist and a creator of powerful online courses for singles and couples that help you have the best sex of your life. You can find them all on my website, helenanista.com. And in today's episode, we're unpacking what's really behind your sexual fantasies. One of the things that breaks my heart the most when I start working with a new client is the level of shame, guilt, and self-judgment so many people have about their sexual desires and fantasies. I have worked with clients who were tortured beyond belief by their sexual fantasies and preferences, by the desire to be dominated by a woman, to be humiliated, to kiss and pleasure her feet, and many, many more. The problem is that society tells us that we're only meant to experience desire and arousal in a very particular, linear, and prescribed manner. And if you don't fall within these indicated norms, you become a pervert, a deviant. Well, today I'm going to tell you what's really behind your sexual fantasies. And just think about it. Popular media is full of sex, which is very vanilla. And don't get me wrong, vanilla sex is awesome and I love it. But you typically won't see in any movies scenes portraying kinks, fetishes, BDSM, or any other sexual preferences or activities that fall outside of the norm. Although Fifty Shades of Grey did go there, which was nice to see. However, for most of us, having sexual kinks or fetishes still feels like a dirty little secret that should never ever be revealed. Unless you're speaking to your sex therapist, of course. Anyway, because of that perceived standard that popular media is creating, you might not be aware that majority of the population on the planet is kinky. Yes, most of us have some kind of a desire that falls outside of the vanilla sex standard. And guess what? There's nothing wrong with that. Some of us desire spanking, some enjoy occasional choking, some love role-playing and dress-ups, others go to sex parties and participate in group sex situations, etc., etc. None of that means that there's something wrong with you or with your sexuality. Human sexual expression is rich, varied, and complex. We get turned on by different things and need different things or activities to reach states of sexual arousal and satisfaction. We're not all meant to love vanilla sex, and that's fine. Vanilla sex is just one form of sexual expression. Yes, one of many. But what I find most interesting about these different sexual fantasies is how they're created and where they come from. Because understanding that crucial bit can give us a lot of understanding around our kinks and how we can use them to our advantage, meaning to create much better sex. In most cases, these sexual fantasies are born in childhood. Many revolve around some form of wounding or luck that we experienced in our earliest lives. The fairly popular foot fetish can be created when you're crawling on the floor as a baby, yearning for your mother's love. If she's too busy or too impatient for you, you'll keep seeing her feet walking towards or away from you, and you might associate your yearning for her love with her feet. In later life, this can become translated into a sexual fascination with women's feet or shoes. Another possible case where an unusual sexual fantasy can be created is when we experience a profound arousal while something else is happening. We then subconsciously pair these two potentially unrelated things together 
And voila, we create a kink. For example, let's say another kid tackles you in the schoolyard and he's wearing gumboots at the time. Somehow your body decides to create sexual arousal, potentially caused by the physically intense touch of your bodies together. And in that intense emotional state of arousal, possibly shock, guilt or confusion, all you can focus on are his gumboots. Your subconscious mind steps in, pairs these two things together, arousal and gumboots, and you end up with a lifelong fetish for gumboots. The problem here is that we have no idea what to do about these desires, and the more we try to suppress them and to deny them expression, the more tormented and frustrated we feel. The first thing I do in such cases in my sessions is normalize the sexual fantasy. As long as it's perceived as this scary, shameful monster, it's very difficult to deal with. But after a bit of digging and questioning, I can usually understand fairly quickly where that desire came from and what particular event or situation created it. Once we understand our sexual kinks, we can change our perspective. We can look at them differently. And we can either embrace them as a healthy and enjoyable part of our sex lives, or we can look at the underlying story or event and we can heal the wounding or hurt that brought this fantasy to life. Now, unpacking and understanding these fantasies and desires can be tricky. So seeking help from an experienced therapist can be a really good idea. Please also remember that not all fantasies need to be expressed. Some of them can happily live forever in our heads, serving purely to fuel the sexual desire. A common fantasy among women involves rape. That kind of fantasy is usually created by sexual repression, by shame and guilt about our sexual desires. A woman who, for the reasons of religion, social pressure, strict upbringing, etc., doesn't feel free to express herself sexually, might subconsciously create a rape fantasy in order to lessen her guilt when masturbating or being sexual. This way, women can remove some of the responsibility for the erotic scenario in their heads. After all, they cannot be blamed for being raped. And that's what the mind chooses to believe. So it's completely up to us whether we act on our fantasies or not. Whether we embrace them and incorporate them into our sex lives or whether we keep them solely in our heads. Whether we unpack them and address the underlying event or whether we never dig this deep. What really matters is that we heal the shame, guilt and embarrassment about our sexual fantasies. Because someone tying up their partner in bed, licking their toes, pouring hot wax over their bodies, etc. is no more perverted than someone else having sex in a missionary position every time. They just express their sexuality differently. There is really just one cardinal rule when it comes to any erotic activity, and that is consenting adults are involved. Meaning, everybody involved is an adult, And each person is a hell yeah to whatever is going on. I heard somewhere that the biggest STDs, sexually transmitted diseases, are guilt and shame. And I agree. Is it time to heal them? Hell to the yes, it is. Are you in? I hope that you are. I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast episode and that this information serves you to create much more fun, pleasure and letting go of guilt in your sex life. 
Please also check out my free online course, Tantra for Beginners, available at tantraforbeginners.com. The link is also in the show notes below. Tantra and tantric sex is my personal passion because it is the most straightforward way I know to much better connection, much deeper intimacy and much better sex. Thank you so much for sticking with me until the end. Have a sexy, magical day and I will see you next time.